fucking Jordan, you're so guys. smart. Like you're so, you're one of the smartest people I've Yo, ever. Yo, thanks. Yo, that's so sweet, man. <laughs> thanks, man. I appreciate it. Phil, how you doing, man? How's those kidney stones doing? Infinity Gauntlet coming soon. <laughs> I'm gonna snap everyone out of existence. Three men who also happen to be best friends as well as a bunch of complete movie nerds are on a mission to save the world with a podcast that really honestly doesn't help with or solve any of the world's problems whatsoever. Sorry. Please grab your bowl of popcorn and your sugar-free beverage. Get to your seats. Sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of All Screens and Sizes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to All Screens and Sizes. We are very excited to be with you to discuss. Very excited. Say, very excited. Very excited. Very excited ah! to discuss. As Jory would say, a brand spanking new episode of The Mandalorian. Our guy, our guy Carl Weathers is back directing Season 3, Episode 4, titled The Foundling. But before we get into our thoughts and reactions, let's check in with our other amigos. Phil and Jordy, how are we, boys? Yeah, Phil, how you doing, man? Talk to us, man. Bro. You look great. What's up? No, I don't look great. <laughs> to, to my boys and to the, the listeners. I am on my, as of last night, my fourth kidney stone in 10 years. I... I'm on my Thanos life. I'm trying to complete the Infinity Gauntlet. I'm only a couple stones <laughs> away. Two more stones, baby. Uh, once I get them, <laughs> I am inevitable. So, <laughs> but I'm doing fine for right now. We're going to pass this bad boy because that's all we can do. I hope. Please pray for this me. Is, this is the Stay way. Strong. This is the way. Stay this strong, way. Philip. Uh, and I'm doing good, Nick. Um, after last week's episode, I was kind of like, all right, all right, I guess it's already Wednesday. I guess it's time to watch another episode of Mandalorian. Um, so Spirits yeah. were that low already, Jordy. It's know. a trap. I don't know what it was. It was just, it was just, you know, kind of. It is what it is. Another Wednesday, you know. But uh, yeah, let's just uh, continue on. Nick, how are you doing, by the way? I'm doing very good. Just got done with the game, so I'm here, excited to jump into some Star Wars with you boys. Sweet. So, so with that being said, let's send it over to Jordy for a riveting recap of the episode. Oh, nothing like to do more than that, guys. <laughs> Thank you very much, Nick. The Foundling was in fact directed by Carl Weathers and written by Jon Favreau and Dave Filoni. The episode opens up with the Mandalorians doing their combat exercises near their cave, which will hopefully allow them to beat any other future dinosaur turtles that pop up. While Bo-Katan watches with interest, Din Djarin plucks Grogu away from playing with hermit crabs to begin his own training. Grogu is matched up against the same kid we saw in the season opener for a game of wrist rocket paintball. Each contestant gets three bullets, whoever hits the other with the most wins. After getting shot twice in the chest, which was heartbreaking to watch, Din Djarin encourages Grogu to use the force, which he does to leap over his opponent and back to win the match. The kid, embarrassed and defeated, walks away, only to be snatched up by a gigantic Jurassic Park pterosaur-like bird creature. Din Djarin and Paz Vizsla immediately take off after the winged beast, along with two other Mandalorians, hoping to track it down to his lair. 
Unfortunately, their jetpacks run out of fuel, and just when all hope seems lost, Bo-Katan's ship, the Gauntlet, soars above them, and she's able to locate the creature's lair and devise a plan to try and retrieve the boy from its nest. The armorer explains to a worried Grogu that he is simply too young to accompany them, but in the meantime, he is more than welcome to join her at the forge for a PTSD-induced flashback. As she begins hammering a new piece of Beskar armor for Grogu, Grogu has a vision of being inside the Jedi Temple in Coruscant during Order 66. The 501st Legion clone troopers burst inside, gun down several Jedi protecting him. One of them manages to force push Grogu into an elevator, losing her life and falling down beside him moments later. When the elevator door opens up again, we are treated to, in my opinion, one of the best redemption moments in Star Wars. The question still on everyone's mind is finally answered. Who saved Grogu from the Jedi Temple? Because Grogu is met by Jedi Master Kelleran Beck, played by Ahmet Best, who is most known for playing Jar Jar Binks in the prequel series, who assures him that he is going to be alright. Best received so much toxic backlash from absolute no-life scum for portraying Jar Jar Binks that at one point he even considered killing himself. So witnessing him now having the honor of playing the Jedi Knight to save our beloved Grogu from Order 66 is simply fantastic. Welcome back, Ahmet. Kelleran Beck's impressive dual-wheeling saber skills are no match for the overwhelming flow of clone troopers attempting to kill him and Grogu. He places Grogu in the side compartment of one of the defeated clone's bark speeders and takes off, leaving the burning Jedi Temple behind him. They are able to escape the Order 66 attacks with the help of the Royal Naboo security forces ready to assist. Meanwhile. Upon reaching the nest, our Mandalorians attempt to retrieve the boy, but instead run into a trio of baby dinosaur raptor creatures, followed by the mama monster herself, who tries to vomit up and feed the kid Mandalorian, who's named Ragnar, to her kids. Paz Vizsla is confirmed to be the father of the boy. A thrilling action sequence commences, which ends with Din Djarin diving to the rescue as he is able to save Ragnar from certain death. After wrapping his son in a desperate embrace, Paz thanks Jaren for helping to save his son, officially squashing their beef. After returning to the Creed, the armorer tells Bo-Katan, who is the leader of this mission, that she has brought honor to her house by saving a foundling, which is the greatest act a Mandalorian can do. Bo-Katan accepts her compliment before revealing that her team brought back three more foundlings in the form of three baby raptors to be trained. The armorer offers to replace Bo-Katan's lost piece of shoulder armor, requests for it to not be branded with the owl signet, but instead with a mythosaur. Bo-Katan then proceeds to reveal her encounter with the legendary mythosaur beneath the mines of Mandalore. The armor initially passes it off as a noble vision, but Bo-Katan insists it was real, prompting her to respond with how all people do when something simply cannot be explained. This is the way. Roll the credits. Thank you very much, Jordy, for illuminating all of our listeners so oh, beautifully. So welcome. Now, let's get to climbing into Mama's nest with some reactions. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, what do you think, baby? Phil, what do you think? Oh, why do I gotta go first on the spot? <laughs> it didn't do it for me, fellas. I, I wasn't. <sighs> I'm out. <laughs> you're out. You're all the way out. You're you're I'm out not, like I'm a out. kidney stone's about to be. Oh, I'm out. No, I just I don't know. It, 
my same complaints. The writing isn't that great to me. Um, there's some fun parts, obviously, but I'm out. <laughs> Jeez, I'm all out. the way just, out. Not, there was no weight in anything, so you know, like, golly, they can't. Grogu keeps hijacking this thing. Like, I feel like that's what you know. They show the flashback. We, I didn't think they were going to show us Mace Windu finally, but they went all in, and it wasn't Mace that was behind that door. <laughs> it was not Mace. Um, and and why? <laughs> why? <laughs> So, so Kellerin, a.k.a. Ahmed Best, if I said that wrong, a.k.a. Jar Jar, we want no more binks. Appeared. What? We don't want no more Watch binks. Your mouth. So, and again, so this is probably the problem that Star Wars has is, like I've been saying, Mandalorian, if you give us some nostalgia, we love the episode. If you don't, we hate it. Um, if it's Mace Windu, we'd probably say it's the best episode ever, but it wasn't, so it sucks. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> it just fell flat. Now there is hope that... Um, you know, when they took off, I at least get to watch the per- person who plays Jar Jar die finally. Because assuming, you know, we know he loses Grogu at some point, so we got that to look forward to. Um, <laughs> but the episode Sheesh. about y'all, it was just so silly. It was so silly. Like, bro, them climbing up the mountain, it's like the same thing. They can't do chase scenes. Those are bad. Now we got this mountain scene. We got regurgitation of bird food. We got the birds. Hey, the do- coming the back. dog fighting was pretty good last scene. Phil, well, I I, yeah, that. I give it that. Um, and the I, and I get, you know, hey, we got cool ships. That's if people can hate on the prequel trilogy all they want, but dude, we got to see the the Naboo security uh, uh, the, yeah. that ship again, the silver ship, um, the V wings. So I mean, that part's cool. It's showing those little pits, but like, dude, this episode was silly. We got Grogu paintballing on a beach. <laughs> like and hopping around so I don't know it just and then the most disappointing part is the end with Bo-Katan she tells that she saw them at the store and the armor's like alright yeah all stay right. stay off the weed basically she's telling <laughs> her like you didn't see them at the store so I don't know I'm confused at what we're doing here I have no idea I'm out damn you're out it's like the shark tank you know like yeah. golly well we need... I'm out where's Mace Windu I my first question I couldn't get out of my head until the legendary Ahmed Best showed up. Um, Ahmed Worst. Stop it, man. <laughs> Redemption, hey, man. And Redemption. Also, sorry, before you continue, I want to say I don't hate – I'm not one of those people who hate the actors. That's not – I'm not blaming him for anything. Um, I'm sure he's a great man. Return, <laughs> return of this the king. A great, he's a great family. Yeah. He's a really good guy. <laughs> Legend, legend. Don't worry, Ahmed. I know you're probably listening. You know I got you back, man. Don't worry. Um, but sorry, the first question I couldn't get out of my head. Even that was early in the episode, but even at the end, later in the episode, when Vizsla says like, "Yeah, trust me, you know he's gonna eat the boy just like he did last the last dozen times that it happened." <laughs> You figure they freaking move by now after getting attacked by a gigantic monster every other damn day. First it's a killer croc, then it's a killer birds, it's a killer dinosaurs everywhere. Like, come on, dude. Like, why are, you, why are y'all still there? Especially if you can't even defend yourselves. So that was definitely my somewhat negative spirits were not being lifted in the slightest leading into this episode. Um, 
until that flashback scene, baby. I was like, are they really going to show us who did it? I usually watch with subtitles. I didn't watch with subtitles at first. And I was like, wait, did I just hear them say, get him to Kellerin? I was like, wait, hold on. I had to pause it, rewind it, turn the caption on. And they really said, I was like, no way. They're literally about to do it and redeem my boy, the legend. Finally give him the redemption, the respect that he deserves. I think besides Philip Williams, the entire Stars fandom will welcome him back with open arms. Um, I hope they do. I hope he don't get no hate. No, I, I don't think he will. Um, gosh. I I know we're probably going to get into the more of that discussion of how do you feel about it, him being the one to save Grogu because that was obviously probably one of the, if not the biggest question that was still remain to be answered. Um, but I was just so happy to see him again and, and, and the character we, we only know from that Star Wars Jedi Temple Challenge show, the kids' game show uh, online. But... Man, it was just so good to see him back on that screen. And, and that, all in all, the episode, yeah, I agree with Phil. Writing is rough. The ending was rough with Bogotan. All that stuff is not really heading in any directions that I'm, like, excited about because we haven't really done anything with that. Um, but, yeah, I guess I'm a sucker for that, for, that, for that nostalgia. It did enough for me to get me hype about what I've seen. If I zoom out and look at the bigger scope of things, I get depressed again. So let's focus on Ahmed Best. He's he's back. <laughs> we love you. Let's go. All right, boys. Well, I will say filler episodes are back, baby. Filler episodes are back. <laughs> and But to keep things, I'm going I'm to say a few positive things because you guys were so down on this. And I I was a little bit down as well. But... I will say, I don't know if Grogu has ever been cuter in my oh eyes. My I mean, this guy was strapped up with a paintball gun, a dart, oh. a dart gun. He was so freaking cute. And his little shuffle sand wall across the wall. I was, I mean, Grogu has never been cuter. So I, I did love being back with Grogu and, and Din. I did like that. Uh, Din, I totally, wait a minute. Din was in the episode? <laughs> <laughs> We're back. Side Good mission point. Sally. We're back. But I 100% agree with you, Jordy. I think maybe we should consider like relocating to a different planet, relocating <laughs> the the covert. I mean, it's it's fucking Jurassic maybe. World out there, and <laughs> like 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 this has happened before. This is the third one. We, we know we can't make too much noise. The, the, he'll just yeah, eat, no, he'll just eat the foul. It's like okay, maybe we should um, consider new options here, guys. Like, like, how many noise are out doing? Game of Thrones children <laughs> training in the middle of, of everywhere for them to get snatched. How many how many foundlings have, have bite the bullet with these things, dude? Yeah. Oh my good lord. And and speaking of Game of Thrones, I think I think we might be going full Daenerys with her three three dragons that we brought home. We're, oh. gonna, be, we're gonna be riding the Raptors or whatever they call them. We're gonna be riding those things soon. I don't Absolutely. know. That that seems silly to me. Uh so silly. But I mean like like you said, Phil, I I that was not the surprise that I was looking for, not the reveal that I was looking for. Uh, I was very happy to see Ahmed Best back for his sake. I don't think he deserved any of the backlash that he, he got for Jar Jar. So I was very happy to see him back for his sake. But with that being said, as massive fans, I do appreciate, I think we all appreciate fan service. I appreciate the fan service. But this seemed like I had mixed reviews. It seemed like I had... It was a different layer of fan service 
where the fan service was wasn't necessarily serving the story or the Star Wars story. It was just serving our love for this actor, and so it was like it didn't do any didn't do the story any justice. And so, with like you said, Phil, if they would have brought us Mace or brought us some other big reveal, it would have been awesome. And while I'm happy for Ahmed Best, I'm not happy for the story that we're getting told and the product that we're getting. I don't agree, Nick, because if you would have thrown in Mace or even my guy Plo, I would have been hype as hell. Plo is dead. No, he's not. (laughs) He's gone. Get over it. We thought Jar Jar was dead. Wait, wait, what are you talking about Plo? What about Mace? We don't know he's dead. All right, all right. But I was going to say, Nick, I don't agree, man, because if we would have thrown in Mace there, that is, to me, fan service. Like somebody who is considered. I, I like fan service. I like fan okay. service. This felt like a whole nother level where it was so, so deep into fan service where we're just throwing, we're giving an actor another chance. And I love that for Ahmed Best. I don't love that for us as, a, as an audience. I don't love the story. It could have been so much more epic. If we would have gotten Mace or oh, someone else, anybody Mace. else, that's the big reveal. Yeah, not only do you get a character we love, but that means going forward we're gonna have more. We're gonna have more of him. Like me personally, I'm not excited about seeing more Keller. And like I'm not. Like I, don't I am. Care much. Well, I know you are. So that's your fan service works for you. That's your no. Fan but service. okay, my point I'm trying to make. Unless you've watched Star Wars Jedi Temple challenges or challenge, <laughs> which is nobody, which is nobody <laughs> except some kids. <laughs> Then you might be excited about seeing this character. This is a new character with new stuff to explore and new things to see with this Jedi character. And I'm excited about that. He's about and to we, get he's about to get something's about to happen to him. We're about to lose him soon. Alright, so what if so what if it was Mace? What if it was Mace? Well we leave see Mace one more time and we, that's I think that's the thing though. With Kellerin, whatever. Mace, it's still an answer. Is he alive or not? It's like the Boba Fett thing. Like we wanna know. So if we finally saw him that we would know. You know what I mean? Like it would be answering a question. Like you, we don't know. If Mace no is one's, out there no one's not. even, no one even even asking those questions. Phil, you're Are you, asking I'm asking every day when I wake up. Yeah, you're the only one. <laughs> no, Mace, you're waking up. Is Mace is Mace back? Is Mace Bro, back? That's how you wake up. People asking that question. Man, I like uh, that we have something new and fresh to explore and go on. And I like that it was not someone. I think I've, I've mentioned it before in previous episodes where like. Of course, Jordy. of course Jordy. we had no wait, wait. Of course we had to go to Tatooine. Of course, is it's R five. Of course, is this. Of course, that. Of course, it would it would have been Mace. I would have been like, all right, I guess there's Samuel Jackson. But of course, it was Mace. No, they, we have something new. We have something fresh, and and I'm excited that it's this guy. Okay, okay, right. So what if it was someone new and it wasn't Keller and it was just some other random Jedi? Would you still be? On no, board? you wouldn't be excited. You love Jar Jar, and you love Ahmed Best. That's why you're excited. Right. If it was someone else, unless it was a Twilight Jedi. <laughs> I mean, if it was a new Jedi, it would have been a new Jedi. It would have been something new again. So, like, but that, the, re- the reason. Dis- the you reason said, you wouldn't have said it would have been failed flat. You'd have been like, we don't care who this person is. Either. Uh, my excitement for this appearance of Kelleran is it has two sides. Yes, it's on my best. I'm so excited that he's has a chance to kind of be redeemed or have another chance that there's another swing at this and be welcome with open arms. That's part of the excitement for sure. But it's intertwined with the reason that we have a opportunity to have some new unexplored territory with a Jedi character that we haven't had before. And that would have still stand or still stood if it was a whole new Jedi character. Okay. 
You, that's, you, you no, that's my me. point. This is what I want new now with the Keller, and I want him to go find Jar Jar and chop his head off. Then will he'll be redeemed for me. Star Wars, Star Wars. <laughs> be a Darth full, Jar Jar, he would moment for for Ahmed yeah. Best. <laughs> he wouldn't he wouldn't stand a chance against Darth Jar Jar. That's oh all I know. Oh, let's let's not get into that. But I do have a question for you guys. <laughs> I do have a question. Does does every person that's watching the armorer forge new Beskar just? get taken back to their deepest, darkest place of yeah, their souls. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the point PTSD. you were saying. Oh, my God. So, it just brings out all the trauma of every character that ever, well, so, <laughs> ever happened. Well, that's what I – but I'm bummed by that because we did that with Mando. We did that with Grogu. I was – bro, just think about how cool it would have been because they didn't do that with Bo. She got just a new piece at the end. Just think of how cool it would have been to been a flashback of her seeing Darth Maul live action. Like they missed out. That, that would have saved the episode. We would have went nuts. We would have gotten a flashback of Bo uh, experiencing Darth Maul in a live action. Like, why didn't they give her a trauma thing? Okay, would that be her <laughs> biggest her biggest trauma to go, that she would have gone back to? You think? Yeah, yeah. Her sister dying could be that, or yeah, all d- destroying Mandal. Like Bo's been through some uh, shit. Bo's been yeah, through some been, shit. Man, <laughs> she's been like that. Would have been a cool. Why didn't they do that there? I don't get it. I don't get it. I guess there were a lot of a lot of similarities between Grogu and Din with the flashbacks and how like they're really trying to set that up that that parallel path that they're on and um Wait, Din was in this episode? Din, no, yeah, he's got uh Pedro Pascal plays him. He's like supposed to be the main character in the show. Um, Bro, I, I have I to had... say when they were on their little mission, like I had to pause it. I was like, "Wait, oh yeah, I guess Din is still there." Like, yeah, that's true. He is the one who saved the kid, right? <laughs> Yeah, swooped him out of thin air. But I said that's like his only like for the most like I don't even remember Din being in the episode. That was a nice move. He swooped down, caught the kid. That was nice. I do remember him saying after some some Mandalorian kids are like fighting Dammit to the death, him shoving Grogu next challenger, just shoving him in there like a great responsible hey, dad. He was he a is. he was a proud dad watching that, and I did think <laughs> I did think it was funny when she was like. He just treats you like this because he loves you and cares about you. <laughs> yeah. I did like that. I did like that. And I thought it was I thought it was funny at the end when when she did. I don't know. It was, probably shouldn't have been a funny moment, but I did chuckle when she was like, "I've seen a mythosaur," and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, whatever, <laughs> Five whatever." Times. Yeah. When you be, when yeah. you believe, like you'll see all types of crazy like, shit. Like, for yeah, real. yeah, like, whatever. For real, I saw whatever. for real like, in real life. For real. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I think that's like. Now I want Bo-Katan to be riding that thing and eat the armor. Like, look, you should have believed me. Do you guys think there's any way that she maybe did not see the Mythosaur and it wasn't real? No, they can't be doing that to us. No, it was real. I hope it's real. I hope it's real. Yeah, it's real. What is the point? What was the point of having that interaction at the end? What do you think? Like, is it setting up... Like a conflict, conflict between, between Bo yeah, and the like, Creed? Is it like, like what's? What, I just I didn't I didn't get what what was it like? Yeah, what way it. was it pushing the story forward? Like I I don't know. Like it was kind of yeah. like. Uh, I mean, it's it's kind of it's kind of like we touched on the, like the whole religion thing, and it's just like believing and 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 believing without seeing and all these type of things, and I think they took it to the next level there. But yeah, where we go from here? Is she is she gonna like set out to like prove that it was real or? I don't know. She got the highest rank or highest honor now in the Kree by saving a youngling, and they uh, they didn't. And bring it back three more. And yeah, she got and it, she got campfire uh, campfire privileges as well. Absolutely, yeah. and but they still didn't get, didn't believe a word of, that came out of her mouth with the mythosaur. Like you figured oh. they might 
you know, she got some cred credibility with that. Bro, like, yo, what do we do next? What's the next episode? We're going back to Mandalore at some point, I think. What is like? What is next? Like, do the Tie Fighters or whatever the Tie Interceptor show? Like, what is next? This is this is my guys. This is my question. Last episode. Well, no, I've been saying it too. Like, what's the yeah. next conflict? Like, I, I get like, but I'm just like, I don't like. There was no new conflict that arose at the end of this. It was side mission. Like, if you side think about it, like what what actually like we had in the past we had Din Djarin and Gro like on his way on his quest to to get Grogu to a Jedi or to his own kind like that was like the main threat or like kind of pushing and thrusting the story forward if we take a screenshot right now <clears throat> of Din, Bo, Grogu what what is their purpose in life right now they're just chilling with the Creed training I guess to become a Mandalorian I guess that's it like what's there's nothing else really happening like that's kind of the status quo right yeah like it's like like I, I just because of the last episode and the Moff Gideon being thrown out there, like does Moff Gideon show back? Like I don't get. It's gonna. There's four episodes left, right? We're at the halfway point. Yes. Four left. Yeah, halfway point, which is four. Shocking. Yeah. I think I can see us having some sort of internal conflict between the Mandalorians. We don't know exactly what happened with Bo Katan's. Like, we had never got any backstory about what happened with her faction of Mandalorians. So I think there is there is a chance we will get some sort of. Mandalorian civil war, which they've, we know that they've had in the past with the Mandalorians. So I don't know. We might go back to Mandalore. We might have some sort of civil war between factions. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's like the the biggest part that hasn't been explored. Kind of like how that all that stuff exactly went down that causes Bo to be complete by herself. Right. Like she kind of right. had a throwaway line, but I don't know. Like I'm clueless. And on the one hand, I guess I should be excited about that, but like. For some reason, I'm not. That it's hard to be excited it, about that after a little side mission. You know what I mean? Like, okay, right. if we're like question, whoa, where's gonna go next? We're not. Whoa, where are they gonna go next? You know, it's like. I mean, after that, yeah, even with the previous side missions of the other seasons, we still knew what was kind of coming up. Like this, I really don't. Are they gonna spend a whole episode with Kelleran and Grogu in this season? Like, you think that happens? I doubt like, it. I mean, are we gonna go back to Coruscant? Well, he loved Coruscant, so like they might they might burn an episode showing us. Where They're they gonna link the Pershing Coruscant app. No, that's what the, I meant. I mean, are we going back to Pershing? That was my question. Like, right. that, oh. is that? They're, they're gonna like, tie Pershing. those episodes in. We're gonna tie those events in. Because the Grogu, dude, hell, that was thirty years. Thirty years 30. ago, yeah. Yeah, thirty years 30 ago. Thirty plus, yeah. Baby, baby Grogu, bro. And that's the other thing. Still, they showed us him escape. But do you guys still feel like they're still missing like his? origin is like where he comes from like i feel like that's another thing still left untold like who is grogu yeah. before i don't know if we'll ever get that i think favreau might might honor george lucas's wishes a little bit and kind of just keep that a little vague yeah. but... i mean i think maybe george Lucas is going to release another edit of the prequels and he's going to be cgi'd in the back of like you know, the whole <laughs> the cantina whole he's gonna have a cantina sing a singing <laughs> yeah. a solo yeah, I mean, I guess I, I was thinking like like Bo Katan's castle got bombed, right? And I remember her throwaway line saying that she, she pissed off a lot of like Imperial warlords. Like, I don't know, maybe something like with that is gonna happen because the ambush was kind of out of nowhere. I don't know. There's, it's either we're gonna go get get more Pershing, which does not excite me at all. I know you, you guys, despite the writing, were a little more excited about that stuff than I am. I just don't care at all. Um, I heard his mind is kind of semi been wiped now too, so I don't know how that's gonna. He got the three PO treatment exactly. So, 
<laughs> I don't know. Uh, there's just so many unknowns, and any other Star Wars related content, I would be stoked out of my mind, fantasizing, theorizing like we've been doing for years. But now I'm just like, I guess they could go this way. I guess they could do that. But either way, all the paths are not leading me to be super hyped about it. Like, I don't know. It's kind of weird. It's kind of sad to say it, but that's where I'm at right now. I I have not given up hope. I agree. I think we're all in the same boat about this episode. It was kind of underwhelming. But I have to trust that they will deliver. They've delivered in the first two seasons, and I believe they'll deliver it again. I just I agree. I don't know where we're going, but that I'm not I'm not throwing in the towel, Phil. I'm not Phil done. Has. The towel's no like weather. The throwing the towel. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's kind of fitting. How this the Carl Weather episode was the episode for you. <laughs> to throw in the towel. If he dies, he dies. You know. Yeah, throw the damn towel. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Uh, I don't know. I was hoping that we could have. I mean, I guess we're just too spoiled. Maybe with Andor guys, because that show was a heavy hitting, incredibly written masterpiece of storytelling and cinematic storytelling. And I don't know. I'm I'm a little worried that we're gonna have a couple of more episodes, not really any crazy ma- like massive quests, and then they're probably gonna just gonna throw one more giant uh, fan service esque appearance in there, someone that we know at the end to kind of get us all all our juices flowing again, and then get us ready for the next season. That's what they did with last season, basically. Who that who that could be, I don't know, but I, that's what I'm kind of. If, if they can pull off what they did last season, then I'm here for it because that was one of the greatest moments of Star Wars of all time for me. So if they can pull that oh, off, no, yeah, definitely. So I mean, but yeah, because it was I was like out of left field though, right? But if I'm saying if they're going to follow the same, well, formula, we were guessing it. It wasn't fully out of left field, but it was still nah, someone I mean, we love. Still, that they were, they did it like having that. Yeah. Having... Like who's le- I mean, the only thing I think it was like comic book characters we haven't had yet, um, like Doctor Afra. Uh, like we've already done Ahsoka, we've done, we've done, we haven't done Mace. It's gonna be Mace. This is the opportunity. They Wrong. blew it. <laughs> Keller and Keller might link up with Mace. They might be homies. God, I just want to know where Mace is at. Is he okay or not? I need the answer. <laughs> you might, be, we might be getting it in an unfulfilling way. I said it before. If he was alive, he would have been intertwined with all the events that were. Happening oh, like Grogu like after his like supposed Grogu? death. What do you mean, like Grogu? Grogu was a kid. A kid, like he's Mace out here paintballing dudes. He should have been in the new trilogy if he's intertwined. Well, what, is he like a 40-year-old kid, right? No, from the moment that Mace allegedly died up until his Jordy, 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 ending, don't, he would have don't been speak about him. things that you don't know about, okay? <laughs> what did they say? What did they say? On the, what does that mean? What did they say? Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. What did they say? No speak. The ones who know speak are the ones who speak no. And I don't know what that means because he said it after the little kid lost. I'm like, what does that mean? Is that for the kid or is that for the Grogu? For, for the kid. For the kid. Because he was speaking, oh, I'm not going to fight this kid. He can't fight. He's too young. Also, we got to get – we got we got Grogu with a little mud horn chest, chest piece. But like also, a, like, he, also, he already has the uh, quarter. the thing that Din made for him. So, I don't know. The Mithra. Yeah, I don't get it. Seems so uncomfortable. They just kind of stuck it on his chest. <laughs> All I like, know is when when Grogu first came on the scene. I don't know if y'all remember. I did send y'all a picture where I drew Grogu wearing a Mandalorian helmet. It's gonna come true. It's, it's gonna, gonna have his ears true. poking out. Yeah, guys. Well, I have hope. I have hope. That's, but mm. it's it's dwindling. It's dwindling. Big expectations Maybe. for next episode then for Nick. Otherwise, Nick might be falling uh, off the boat as you well. Guys, you gotta stay positive. How cute was Grogu? I mean, <laughs> that's all we got. That's, that's all we got. Oh cute Grogu. Yeah. All right, boys. Well, 
that should be a wrap for All Screens and Sizes, Episode 6. Thank you so much for listening, and stay tuned for more Mandalorian recaps, as well as much, much more. And please don't forget to follow our socials. Uh, we are posting lots of fun promotional things and some uh, some of our favorite clips of the episodes. So uh, make sure you check those out. And uh, Phil, Jordy, any last words? I said it since day one. I said Jar Jar would be back, and he is back. I count this as a win, another win in, 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 in Mystic Jordy's predictions book. I'm hype. Welcome back to the family, Ahmed Best. Give him a big hug. Bring it in. Jordy, you're so smart. Like you're, you're one of the smartest Yo, people I've thanks. ever met. Thanks. Yo, that's so sweet, man. Thanks, man. <laughs> I appreciate it. Phil, how you doing, man? How's those kidney stones doing? Infinity Gauntlet coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to snap everyone out of existence. Except Mace. <laughs> I'm, snapping his I'm snapping his hand back. All right, guys. Well, thanks again for listening. On to the next one, hopefully, with... Uh, podcast filled with excitement screaming and, and just positivity from this amazing episode that's waiting for us next week guys let's hope that's the plan this is the way this is the way this is the way, this is the way.